Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Staff, and I'm joined by the donut to my hole, Megan Stanger. Who's ready to rumble? Today, we discuss our new feud with new rock stars, my experiences at D23 and the first 10 minutes of Loki Season 2 that were revealed, our Deadpool 3 latest updates, and we are spilling some tea to round out today's episode. So let's dive in. It's so good to be back after a few week hiatus that we had. It's been a crazy few weeks, and we're so happy to be back with you guys. We're so excited. I've been looking forward to this all week. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So I guess we're going to start off pretty spicy. For our breaking story today, we're spilling some tea, which we, we don't usually do for personal tea, but today it, it's piping hot. It seems that New Rockstars has been sampling some of our content and using it as their own. As most of you know, Max was at D23 this past weekend and was live tweeting all the exciting announcements coming from it. So... Max got to see the brand new Loki season two footage and he shared all the details. And the crazy thing, new rock stars had the exact same info all the way down to Max's personal theories that he tweeted out word for word in their Loki season two footage breakdown. How do you feel right now, Max? I mean, I guess... What's that old phrase? Um, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, I mean, I, that's pretty <laughs> cool, I guess. I mean, that tweet did pretty well. Follow us at MediaverseCU on X or on Twitter, if you still call it that or whatever it's called nowadays. Um, a little salty, a little salty, but you know what? It's all in good fun. We all sample each other. So I'm, I'm, I'm not the maddest, but I'm not the happiest at it. They could have at least thrown us, you know, a little credit or something. That's that's my thing. I take what you want. We're okay, you know. But it's like, at least shout us out or say or message us and say, "Hey, you did great. Can we use that?" You didn't have to just take it. Comicbook.com yeah. cited us a couple times. Like it's, I get it's the internet. Everything's up for grabs. But I mean, I feel like there should be a level of decency there. There, they literally used your theories word for word. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I mean, I, I, like, I, I'm a firm believer in like professional courtesy and like not stepping on toes when you don't have to. It would have been really nice if they had just sent us a message like, "Oh, hey, you know, we saw your footage breakdown. We were not able to attend D23 and see it ourselves. Would you mind if we like use some of what you said like in our thing or like just like a little, oh, you know, thanks to uh, MediaVerse to you on Twitter or X uh, for you know tweeting this out, but." It just seems odd because it was literally like exactly what I said from my very own observations. So, I mean, we're going to get into, um, you know, go into exactly what I saw in the footage in just a minute. But I just felt that the observation that I made about a certain uh, film that they're playing homage to in those first few minutes was very directly put in, which I mean, okay, I get, you know, people can find the similarities. It's not an unpopular movie. I get it. But what really kind of bothered me was the fact that Eric Voss used like my exact theory as to what was going on at the end of the footage in his breakdown. And he, you know, like didn't credit, didn't say, saw this on, didn't even say saw this on Twitter or anything like that. It was just kind of like made it seem like it was his 
theory, which I mean, maybe maybe we had the same thought. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but just I don't know, kind of not cool if it was the opposite. I don't know. But even the even the pictures were like uh, pretty similar. It the whole thing was just you you guys can go on our Twitter. And you can go on their Loki season two footage breakdown and you can see who posted first, you know, yeah. it, it's there. And I, new rock stars has been pretty shady lately. So this kind of fits the vibe of what they've been up to. Just you guys have way more followers than them. the very least you could have done was shout us out because our stuff was good enough for you to use. And yeah. that, that's my thing. Yeah, Megan's right. I'm being a good sport about it, but it was kind of shitty. I mean, you know, it, it sucks when you see, like, a you know, a, a bigger man, you know, not giving the little guy a little bit of attention, especially when they use something of ours. So it's, it's you know, it is what it is. But uh, anyways, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to get too salty about it because we found out about this a few days ago already. So it's kind of, like, had its time to marinate in my head a little. So I'm kind of just... Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm a very like you know good vibes, easygoing kind of person, so I'm not trying to get like too upset about it. But you know, it is kind of shitty, and we just wanted to let you guys know what was going on. So take with that what you will. He is all good vibes, but I myself am very petty. So you will see my <laughs> my comments under their footage video saying that he stole from us. No shame. Oh yes, oh yes, and you know what, <laughs> Megan? Maybe I will make a comment too. We'll see. Maybe. Why not? Why not? What do we have to lose? Harry took our content, so. I know, it's true. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) It's just nuts. It's just, it's dumb and it's nuts. And it it just sucks. I mean, uh, you know, featuring one of our tweets on, you know, comicbook.com is one thing because at least they're showing where the tweet came from. But this is kind of shady. I will agree. So, Eric Boss, if you're listening, you know, shame on you. That wasn't very nice. But it, th- there is, like, a positive that your stuff was that good that a bigger company and people who do this for a living used your stuff instead of coming up with their own. So, hats off to Max. That was me clapping. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Well, let's get to the meaty part of my experience at D23. Uh, the yes. Loki Season 2 footage that was shown. So basically um they were there wasn't a ton of marvel stuff at destination d23 this year um but what we did get was a good i would say i I, like i told megan earlier i don't remember exactly how long it was i want to say it was like 10 minutes but it could have honestly been like five i think it was like close to 10 (laughs) so basically they showed us the first 10 minutes of loki season two the very first episode and let me tell you guys we're gonna give you a spoiler alert right now spoiler alert we are gonna get into this if you don't want to hear it you know skip ahead a few minutes but basically, the season opens up with exactly where we left Loki off at the end of season one. So he just, if you guys remember in the finale, he, you know, at the very end, he gets back to the TVA after the whole confrontation with Sylvie and, um, you know, he who remains, Jonathan Majors, Kang the Conqueror, whatever you want to call him. Um, and then he comes back to the TVA. No one remembers him. Right. So the season opens in the footage that I saw with. Mobius chasing Loki through the TVA. Nobody's recognizing him. They're calling in reinforcements. They're like, we don't know who this guy is. He's just running through here. You know, he passes by the Kang statue. 
And then he's running through the hallways. All of a sudden, he tries to escape. He's, like, cornered. He just jumps through a window and, like, lands into what looked like a taxi. Kind of, one, the comparison that I made was that it looked very similar to, or almost like paying an homage to the Fifth Element. So basically, um, similar to Fifth Element, where Mila Jovovich's character, like, jumps out of that window and ends up in the back of Bruce Willis's taxi. Um it's kind of the same thing. He jumps out the window, ends up in this random woman's taxi. She gets scared. They crash into the statue of Kang that's there. And then crash back into the TVA where he kind of gets out, causes like a whole bunch of damage in the room. Um, and then all of a sudden he like sees Casey. Casey doesn't recognize him. Casey doesn't know who he is. All of a sudden there's a big glitch or whatever you want to call it, time slipping. And he's in the same room. And Casey's there again, but this time Casey recognizes him. So Casey's like, Loki, like, what are you doing here? Loki's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> but Loki looks around the room and he notices a crack on the floor that he caused when he crashed the window. Everything else is repaired. Everything else is fixed, but there's a crack in the floor. So Loki realizes that he's going back and forth through time. The interesting thing to me about this and the one and my, you know, what I kind of theorized when I sent my tweet out, which new rock stars borrowed, um, <laughs> was the fact that knowing that he's going back and forth through time, it lead it led me to believe that the point that he was at in the past was during a time when Kang or, you know, he who remains whatever was running openly the TVA. He was openly running things. There were no timekeepers. There was no facade. Every you know, people must have known who he was. There's a big statue of him. And then something along the way happened to where Kang decided to hide who who was running things and, you know, create this whole narrative of these timekeepers. He must have like erased everyone's memory because no one remembers him or remembered anyone before the timekeepers. So my whole thing was that, you know, Kang must have done this intentionally. Something must have happened. What could that be? That's the interesting thing. I guess we won't know until, you know, the the season starts. But that was basically the gist of the footage. They did show some stuff that we've seen in promos in, kind of like, you know, Loki going through time. He's kind of like coming up on another version of himself, like trying to get their attention before he gets like, you know, time slipped away again. A few different moments like that. But really exciting stuff. I was so happy they did this because I was like going to be so disappointed. There was no Marvel Nothing Marvel at all at Destination D23 that I could share with you guys, but at least I got this. Um, and it was just, it was really cool and exciting to get to see those first few minutes, especially because the show doesn't premiere for a couple weeks. So that was pretty special and I'm really happy I got to go. So did it feel like when Secret Invasion released their first five minutes, you could feel that mm -hmm. something was taken out of it or something was edited? So something looked like we were missing in the first five minutes did it feel like that to you or did it flow pretty well mm, i feel like it flowed really well um it was definitely okay. like they're starting this season hitting the ground running like it's gonna start right where we left off right into the action um and i didn't get that vibe and but you know what then again with secret invasion we had time to go back and rewatch the footage because they had posted True. it online this is something that i'm just like trying so hard to like absorb <laughs> everything that's happening in front of me that it yeah. just gets like kind of hard because you know it's not something you can go back and rewatch over and over and like analyze for little clues and stuff but yeah. it it was still really cool and it was still meaty and juicy so i was excited for that that is really juicy they that that's a strong start i'm really i'm actually mm -hmm. excited i'm actually excited for season 2 me too oh my god oh, i am too oh i can't wait 
I'm so glad they showed something Marvel related at D23 because I was a little nervous. I know, I know, me too. But I mean, that ended up being like the the best gift. And I mean, D23 as a whole, like just kind of getting into the whole con itself. Um, the weekend was amazing, super fun time, lots of really interesting panels, um, a lot of other cool sneak peek stuff for Disney products. Like I got to see a sneak peek of Disney Wish. They played us two songs from the movie and we got to see the Ooh. actual scenes. Freaking amazing looking. Like it's going to be a sleeper hit, kind of like Elemental. I have a feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Ariana DeBose, her voice is beautiful. I loved the songs. I wish I could listen to them again, but that's the bad thing about seeing things in advance <laughs> is that you can't go, you can't go home and look it up because it hasn't come out yet so really good stuff um a lot of really cool stuff coming out of disney uh and and yeah i mean it was a really fun time so was it like a regular con like were people dressed up was there i don't know i've only been to one con before was there like little stands that how does it go so same this is actually my very first con i had never been to an actual con before and I know that the Destination D23 they do in Orlando every other year is always like a smaller event. But I will tell you, it was really cool. It was different than what I expected, but like I still had a really fun time. I definitely want to do D23 again next year. I already have plans like to to get that going. The actual D23 like expo, um, which will be the big juicy one with lots of real Marvel reveals and stuff. But it was cool. So basically it was at the Contemporary Resort in Orlando. Um, they had the whole convention center. They had like one exhibit with like Disney animatronics from the Disney parks, like showing all the robotics and all the different things like that, which was very cool stuff they've used like in their rides and how they make it. All the robots yeah. and like the the figures you see in the rides, like they had a whole exhibit, which was really cool to see. Wow. So that was nice. And then they had a bunch of shopping, of course, tons of D23 merch, which of course I like spent way too much on. <laughs> and um, then they had panels running throughout the day that you could like go in and out of which was really fun. Um, they had a big purple carpet, which was nice because it's Disney's 100-year anniversary and their theme that they chose, their design theme was like purple and a nice silver, which I, I love. That was a really cool aesthetic. Lots of cool stuff. Um, they had a giant Captain America shield you could take pictures with, which I did. I have to post soon. Um, <laughs> a bunch of different other things you could take pictures with. And then, yeah, lots of interesting panels. Like, I, I really had a great time. It was really interesting. Um, another cool Marvel thing that some people might be interested in is that last year at D23, they announced that they would be adding a new MCU-inspired ride to Avengers Campus in Disneyland, California, or at Disney's California Adventure, I should say. And this year, they gave us a couple little updates on that. So the whole premise of the ride is it's supposed to be like a multiverse adventure, so they're really leaning into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, <laughs> Megan's fave. <laughs> so, so great. I know. It <laughs> seems like you're going to be like inside of like a ride vehicle, like going through... I don't exactly know what it is, like some kind of an adventure. And you're going to be seeing a ton of different Marvel heroes, a ton of their variants from other universes. So in the mock-up they did, they showed like She-Hulk. They've shown variants of a bunch of different characters. Um, I know for a fact, like I said, She-Hulk. I've seen a Captain Carter, a few other variant type, you know, characters that we've um, seen already kind of brought to life. But the interesting thing they said was that Number one, the villain of the ride is going to be a new character that's never been in the comics, never been in the MCU, called King Thanos. And I'm oh. assuming this is a version of Thanos that, I guess, like, won the Infinity War, something along those lines. Um, huh. And then the tech that the, that the ride is based around is going to be something like a mod podge between Stark tech and Zendarian tech, which we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Now, the interesting thing to me about that was, I'm given anybody who's listening who's been to um, Epcot at Walt Disney World and has gotten to ride Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind, they lean really heavily in that ride to like, oh, this is like um, the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. And uh, like, you know, this is a whole, like they had like a whole storyline that this is like an outpost from Xandar where they're like trying to, you know, get to know the culture of human race and, you know, do a cultural exchange kind of thing. That's kind of what the premise is of Cosmic Rewind in Epcot. And I'm assuming it's going to be something like kind of influenced by that where it's like Xandarian tech, maybe. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. So a couple little tidbits, nothing juicy, but something. So I do have a little bit of information on who King Thanos is. It's an alternate reality variant of Thanos from the Thanos solo run and cosmic Ghost Rider storylines of Marvel Comics. It's like you said, he is the Thanos who defeated the Avengers and who is near victory in his genocidal quest. If they have King Thanos, that could mean that Cosmic Ghost Rider comes in. And if you guys don't know who Cosmic Ghost Rider is, it's Ghost Rider, but the Ghost Rider is Frank Castle. Mm. Oh my God, that's so cool. I I know. What a mashup. That's (gasps) awesome. I know. I know. It's just... I gotta stop. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna stop. Megan's getting <laughs> cotton bothered. <laughs> it's just, it's just so <laughs> wonderful. So much, so much wonderfulness. That's really cool. I didn't I know. know that. I, I didn't. That's really strange in a good way that they're making a ride that's so out of the norm that it's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, Thanos that won instead of like Avengers Assemble. Let's all beat Thanos. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. I think it's cool. I definitely do. I mean, so looking at like the picture they released. Yeah. Like it looks amazing. Like, first of all, they show like just in this graphic, they made up this mock-up a bunch of different animation styles. Like you see variants of Spider-Man. You see like what looks like Tom Holland, Spider-Man. You see a cart, like a, the freshman year looking version of, of Spider-Man that we're going to get. Um, you see she-hulk you see jane foster's mighty thor in here you see regular thor you see even daredevil they they threw in here uh moon knight like a bunch of really cool characters are going to be teaming up for this america chavez captain carter and a couple a few different versions of hulk looks like there's two or three in here miss marvel werewolf by night so i mean it's a lot and if it's going to be in a ride like i'm just interested to see how they do that and how they bring that together because this is so cool and it's very unique so I'm yeah. I'm really excited to eventually you write can, this. So it's so very interesting. If you guys want to look at it while you're listening, just look up King Thanos ride and the picture will come mm-hmm. up. You can see Miss Marvel's Ooh, yeah. big old big old hand there. There's <laughs> that's Hulk from Ragnarok. That looks like Smart Hulk. Stupid. But whatever. Uh oh god. There, is that Nikita back there? behind well next to what looks like black widow and moon knight definitely see black widow definitely see uh who is that let's see it could right be above it could be okoye yeah because there's man could be both of them under, yeah man things under her yeah there's a koye is that a koye oh, behind no. man thing what is hair, it so maybe it's a variant of okoye with hair that could be it oh maybe how Oh, this ride is going to be look, bananas. This looks like behind the Spider-Man, the Spider-Men that are here. It looks like the variant of Steve Rogers that's in the Hydra Stomper suit. So that's kind of cool, too. Hey, yo. 
And then you have over here behind She-Hulk, you see Black Panther, uh, yeah. Mighty Thor. You see Doctor Strange's uh, glowy thing that he does in the yeah. air. You see mm -hmm. Werewolf by Night right there. What mm -hmm. dog? What okay. is this? It looks really this, cool. It looks crazy. Oh, now I, I have to do. Oh, I need this. I need to ride this. This is just. I know. My nerd bubble is, is huge right now. Nerding out really hard. It, it, I know, me too. I mean, the whole King Thanos thing really got me. But then when you actually look into like the different variants, they're they're like proposing to add them to this ride. I mean, who knows if they'll get to all of them, but, you know. Still, some i mean it still looks sounds really cool if it's in the picture for the ride i think you're gonna see it at some point in the ride but i think they'll have mm -hmm. different ones because like the look they could just show me just those and i'm down i'm in yeah it's a lot you can stop fishing you already caught me god that's cool <laughs> yeah so i mean that was a cool little tidbit i guess there i guess it means that the ride is being worked on so it's definitely going to happen um because i know they like to introduce what disney calls blue sky um concepts which are basically like the ideas they have without like you know actually being like greenlit like for production and this is definitely uh -huh. seems to be like they mentioned it last year they mentioned it again this year with like some new details so it's definitely happening and yeah, let's see what happens. See what comes out of it. Oh, man. I want to I wanna ride it so bad. It looks I know. so fun. <laughs> it's awesome. It does. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Well, guys, moving on from the D23T, we have Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3 director Sean Levy sat down with Deadline for an interview and spoke about the movie. Here are a couple things he had to say. When asked about the recent leaks that hit the web, Sean Levy said, We went to great lengths to not shoot it on a soundstage with digital environments. The internet has proven that by leaking the pictures of our shoot. Thank you, internet. We wanted something that felt grounded. It felt real. He's not lying, though. The, the leaked pictures, that, that's a set. Goodness. <sighs> I know. I, I can't wait for this film. It's going to be so good. And to be honest with you, I'm happy that they're like having the production shut down at the moment because a lot of the hoops that Ryan Reynolds is probably trying to have to like jump through or was probably jumping through during the initial production when, um, you know, the writer's strike was just going on and he couldn't ad lib or anything like that was probably rough. So this way, at least there's a chance that they can, you know, come back and, you know, do it. 100% at full, like they always meant at to. full force yeah because he mm -hmm. is a writer he's a writer of deadpool so of the movie not yeah. the comic so i'm sure like when they were filming it not improvising was probably rough with him because he improvises everything yeah oh which we it love it was like torture i mean especially comedy in general you know and deadpool is more of a comedic superhero you know, yeah. when any sort of comedy, I mean, the actors are usually given a lot of license to kind of add their own little things because, you know, they know the characters the best and they, you know, those little things are sometimes some of the best things the characters say over the course of a show or a movie. So, I mean, it mm -hmm. probably was really rough having to stick verbatim to a script if that's what they did. Yeah, I have never actually thought about it till now. He was probably just shaking in his boots about it. I know. 
which I get. Moving on, when asked about Wolverine's yellow suit that fans got to see due to the recent leaks, he said, like the rest of the world, I waited two decades to see Wolverine in a whole movie with Deadpool. And I don't know if this is our last shot at Wolverine on screen. <gasps> so I was going to make, sh make God dang sure we got the whole yellow and blue just once and that we got it right. So this particular thing he said ruffled a lot of feathers because people are very mad that it has sleeves. <sighs> people will never be satisfied. That is so annoying. They, he could have just not did it. We've never gotten the suit. Knowing Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, how much they care about these characters and knowing how much they like to poke fun at the audience and have fun with like those things that they know people really want. I have a feeling that at some point he'll rip his sleeves off and like that'll just be part of the thing. I have a feeling. That's exactly, that's exactly what I think. I think at one point he'll be battling someone and he will get so mad at how restrictive the sleeves are. He's ripping them off. I yeah. swear... And he'll wear the mask. It, guys, Ryan Reynolds is such a stickler for comic accuracy in comic book movies. Let's just trust the process. See what happens. I know we've all waited 20 plus years for this. Mm -hmm. Let's just let it happen. We, we're, we're so spoiled as a fandom. Let's just enjoy it. it. They're not even filming right now. So it's nothing we can do anyways. Let's just all be positive. I'm excited. I, I think agree. I think the yellow suit looks he looks snatched. It looks good. He did. Yeah. And the new Deadpool suit looked good too. So I'm excited. They both looked amazing. Um I I would like to pinpoint though one thing that I noticed specifically is when he says, um, I don't know if this is our last shot at Wolverine on screen. Well, sir, I seem to remember um, during the last film, you saying it was pretty final. So the fact that he's like beating around the bush and just not like saying, oh, our last time playing Wolverine, it means that there's been some discussion, I think. So you're talking about Logan? Yes. That was with a different director who is very mad right now that mm -hmm. Wolverine is in Deadpool because he wanted to be the last one to do it. Now he's pissed. And he said Good. that he said Deadpool 3 is going to ruin the whole storyline. And then I believe it was Sean Levy that said, actually, no, Deadpool 3 takes place years before Logan. So it will have no effect on it. Mm. So, and then he was still salty as hell. So there's a lot of sour grapes going on. But I, when he said it could be our last shot, we don't know. I was like, oh. Secret Wars. There Secret Wars. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I was just about to say, you beat me to the punch. Secret Wars. You know Kevin Feige has Hugh Jackman locked into Secret Wars already. Like, if, it's, if it doesn't happen, the entire world will just combust. Like, that, yeah, no. Hugh Jackman's coming back. Um, and the fact, like I, get, like I said, I mean, last time, you know, during Logan, Hugh Jackman was very adamant, like, oh, this is the last time. I'm not doing this again. You know, we're putting this character to rest. And look, back for Deadpool 3 and not even saying it's his last time. He he missed it. You know he did. He loves this character so much. And you know what? Freaking Patrick Stewart said the exact same thing about Logan. And, okay, for every just so everyone knows, I'm not a big fan of the movie. Because it is so depressing. It makes me oh my sad. It's so sad. <laughs> it, and I was like, 
I was so excited. I was like, it's their last time. I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I have no choice. And then freaking Patrick Stewart shows up in Multiverse of Madness. And oh, I was my like, God, oh, yes. Oh, you bastard. You guys. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys just were trying to sell the movie. Oh. I just. That's exactly what it was. We got got, guys. I'm happy they're coming back. Don't don't get me wrong. But I'm still salty about Logan, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love, I liked Logan a lot. I, I agree with you. It was a little bit of a darker tone, and it was kind of sad because it was the last one, or, how, or so they claimed. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even with Sam, with what Sam Levy said about you know how Deadpool three takes place years before, that still opens up a lot of potential for Wolverine to come back. So it opens I'm... potential for X twenty three Laura to come back. Yes, because oh there's God. those big old rumors running around now, and it he he okay so. When Sean Levy said, you know, this takes place years before, and I was like, but Sean Levy. Didn't Deadpool get Cable's time machine thing device mm-hmm. at the end of Deadpool two? So I, mm, there's some, I think there's gonna be some shadiness happening, and I, I can't wait. I, I'm so freaking excited. I hope they call Me out too. that director. Uh, I hope in Deadpool he's like, we're gonna go time travel, and then Deadpool's like, don't worry, director of Logan, we're we'll leave your movie alone. Something. Huh. Something clever it. like that. I would love it too. I yes, would love it I too. Need the, I need the pettiness. I do. Yes. Oh my god. It's, <laughs> it, it, yeah. I, I love that. Ooh, I love that juicy, like just like conflict. Yes, delicious. Yes, I, I personally scandal. Yes. I'm I'm personally holding out for um Miss Minute slapping the time watch off of Deadpool <laughs> like real hard and giving him like what for. I, I can't wait to see Deadpool and Miss Minute just like go back and forth. That's gonna be so good. Like it's gonna be so good. I can't wait. I, I we you know, lots of rumors about the TVA being in Deadpool, you know, lots of you know, hinting that Ryan Reynolds, you know, did over Twitter or X um with the Miss Minutes Twitter account, the unofficial one. So I I just can't wait. Yeah, when he just said at Miss Minutes, hi Miss Minutes, and then she was like, "What is? Did she say hi Ryan or hi Wade?" It was Ryan. I think she said right? hi Deadpool or something, wasn't or, it? I don't remember. But as soon as they did that, I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what did you just do?" That's when I realized like Deadpool three is about to be insane. She said hi there. She said hey there, Deadpool. Love Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes, you little bitch. You minx. <laughs> I I don't know who runs that unofficial Miss Minutes account. I tweet with them every like every so often. Like we we go back and forth because she's like delightful or they are delightful. Whoever it is, shout out to you. But yeah, I love the love the Miss Minutes Twitter account. So much fun. Marvel should have thought to do that before someone else did, but I still enjoy it. I love it. Yeah, I it's. I like Miss Minutes. I don't know why people don't. It, I think she's I so live charming. for her. I know. I think she's so charming and so fun. So Yes. <laughs> if you don't Ms. like Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes is my queen. She's she just is my queen. The queen. She's the queen, of course. Oh yes, for sure. Speaking of Deadpool 3, like we are right now. <laughs> when asked about Deadpool 3, Levy had to say this. 
Our movie is raw, audacious, and very much rated R. We went to great lengths to not shoot it on sound stages with digital environments. The internet has proven that to be revealing of our shoot, which we already said. But no, we wanted something that felt grounded and real. You put Hugh Jackman and his most iconic character alongside Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds and his most iconic character, I would say it's more of a descendant of Midnight Run, 48 Hours, and planes, trains, and automobiles than it is a descendant of Airplane. Mm-hmm. He said a lot of things there. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he did. He compared it to <laughs> he, a lot of different things. A lot of very, very different things. <laughs> Which didn't really help. Well, maybe that was the point. He's punishing I us think, for the leaks. I think that's the point because he's like, "You think you know what's happening? I'm gonna confuse you even more." Because he d- he but, certainly nice did. Try. <laughs> exactly. We we see through your little distractions you have here. All I care about is the very much rated R part. I don't care what else. Exactly. I mean, it's still so exciting. This is gonna be the MCU's first rated R film. And it just opens so many doors and breaks down so many barriers that we thought existed because Disney owned Marvel. And it just turns out that, hey, we were all wrong and they're willing to push the envelope when they need to. So that's really cool. It's really cool. It's true. And I think I think they're going to go balls to the wall because it's their first rated R movie. So because I think, I, you know, Marvel, Disney, they all they all know what the fans are saying. They, I'm sure they've seen more than one person say, if they mess up Deadpool, I'm done. Because that is an unforgivable thing to do. So I think they're going to keep it the same energy. I think they're going to make it, like he said, raw, audacious, all of it. So yeah. I have very high hopes in it. I do too. I can't wait. I'm wearing my Deadpool shirt for those of you who are watching. You can see. Hey. I didn't even plan that, but worked out anyway. So. Moving on, we are going to get into Tea Time with Max and Megan. And ooh, it feels so good to say that after so long. Yes, I know. Feels good. Kicking it off with some Spider-Man news. Uh, The name of Tom Holland's Spider-Man trilogy has officially been revealed. In Spider-Man No Way Home, the art of the moving art book, Ryan Maynarding, Marvel Studios head of visual development, called the MCU Spider-Man trilogy the Home Trilogy. So... Even though we've all been calling it that amongst the fandoms, it's officially been confirmed to be the home trilogy. Spider-Man came home. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's really no other word for it. Just home. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. So, moving on, you can watch Werewolf by Night on Hulu starting today, September 15th, until October 31st, which is so exciting. It's so underrated. Yes. Oh, God. I loved Werewolf by Night so, so much. It was rated so well on by critics, on tomatoes, audiences, fans, Twitter. Everybody seemed to really love this piece of media. Um, and I, I'm excited for people to to get you know more out of it. I mean, if they're ramping up this much with Werewolf by Night, maybe there's some announcements coming soon. Who knows? <laughs> Don't even get my hopes up. <laughs> But leading, but you know, speaking on Werewolf by Night, a special colorized version of Werewolf by Night called Werewolf by Night in Color is releasing on October 20th on Disney Plus. Perfect for Halloween, you guys. I'm really stoked about this. Um, because for those of you who don't know, Werewolf by Night, the original special that aired last year in October, 
was all in black and white. So this is going to be a cool. It's going to be so fresh. I read somewhere that the um, that the director they worked really hard on bringing this colorized version to life. So they're putting a lot of care into it. They're not just like you know taking the black and white filter off. So that's really cool. That is, I, I get. I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a different experience watching it in color. I, mm-hmm. I think we're going to take it differently, not negatively. Just we're going to see it differently. Um, yeah, I think so. It's very, it's very obvious that there was supposed to be another spooky special presentation, but that did not pan out, probably due to the strike. So they're like, what can we do? What do we have to work with? And I'm really glad that they're giving us something. Yeah, because, me like, too. Just it, them ignoring the spooky season would really not sit well in my soul. So thank <laughs> you, Marvel, for this, for giving us something. I know, I know, and I have to agree with you. I think that it's going to be really cool to see it from, like, it's going to be something we've seen, but it's going to be from a totally different perspective. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, personally, like, I loved the black and white. My partner did not like the black and white. He found it boring, um, which yeah. I can see some people reacting to that way. So maybe this will give people a chance. I'm not planning on telling my partner that we've seen this before, and I'm planning on <laughs> showing it to him in color to see if he actually likes it this time and like let's see let's see how that goes so oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna okay so me and max are both gonna do that and we're gonna come back (laughs) to you guys with the results to see what happened see if our partners realize it did your husband feel the same way last year yeah he hated he hates black and white oh my god how funny i know that we have to oh my god we have to do this so we're gonna do that then yes everyone we will yes. let you know their reactions and we're not gonna tell them they've seen it before we're gonna just like try and see if they like notice <laughs> and we'll know if they were really paying attention the first time and that'll be a good a good like little psychology test to see how it goes <laughs> this actually does i feel like there is something there uh because if they really don't realize they watched it before because it was in black and white like did they tune it out mm-hmm. did they i yeah I'm so I'm so excited for this. (laughs) I know, me too. Me too. (laughs) But yeah, that's really exciting. And I, 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 like I said, the fact that that they went ahead and like fully remade this in color and like re, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get some extra footage. Maybe we'll get little Easter eggs, little extra surprises. Could be fun. It's not going to take away from the original experience. It's just going to add another layer to it. So I'm excited. It should be fun during Halloween time. It'd probably be easier to see the Easter eggs we missed the first time too. Mmm, exactly. Very true, Megan. Well, that doesn't quite lead me into my next one, but I'm going to tell you it anyways. The (laughs) Marvels will be in IMAX. Since Dune Part 2 was delayed, the Marvels get to take its spot in the IMAX theaters. So originally, Dune 2 was going to be the one that was in IMAX because I believe Mm -hmm. because they that was already their date. They already had it planned. Marvels originally was... Uh, switched places with Haunted Mansion, I believe. So Haunted Mansion was I don't think was an IMAX. I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't think so. I haven't seen it yet either, though. Yeah, but the Marvels was filmed to be an IMAX. So you can't have two IMAX movies in one theater, apparently. So now Marvels is going to be an IMAX. Dune Part 2 is delayed, but will still be an IMAX when it comes out. Yes. That's really interesting. I mean, I, like, it kind of made me think to myself, like, why wouldn't Marvel just pick, like, a different day so they can get the IMAX screens? But who knows? I don't make those decisions. It just, if, I don't know. There's been so much swapping with release dates lately I that I can't even keep track. It's so ridiculous. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, why don't you just move it? Like, 
or they could just have theaters have more than one but whatever i'm not i'm not a professional but i do think i could do better i know (laughs) (laughs) my thoughts exactly i mean to be honest with you like i personally don't even really like imax that much i prefer personally seeing my films in um dolby digital I just like the whole, like, they got the Dolby, the Dolby Atmos sound. They've got, like, the Dolby, like, cinema view. Like, I just find the colors crisper, and I like the, the, the sound is much better than IMAX. And the chairs are more comfortable. The IMAX chairs suck. I don't really like them, <laughs> at least the ones at my theater, which I'm pretty sure are, they keep the same experience for all the IMAX theaters, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, I, I much prefer the Dolby Cinema. Yeah, because ours suck, too. <laughs> they're, like, hard, right? And they're, yeah. like, uncomfortable. They're not. They're not what dreams are made of. Yeah. So. That's for sure. I I don't know. Like, IMAX is fine with me. It's just, it's just so damn loud. And I'm tired. Yeah. So, I need you to stop yelling while I'm watching this thing. I watch Blue <laughs> Beetle and IMAX. Blue Beetle and IMAX, that is a movie that should be an IMAX. It worked really well. Yeah. But it's just so dang loud. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> It, yeah. it can be loud. I mean, I feel like movies in general are loud, and Dolby Cinema is definitely, I don't think, any quieter than IMAX. I will say, I just, I don't know, something about, like, even Disney Plus, when you look at how their their stuff is streamed, a lot of it, the time, it'll say, like, Dolby Atmos. Dolby, it's like, it's, they yeah. prefer to do it in Dolby. It's just a better quality experience. I just think there's so many IMAX theaters that they try to, like, you know, ride the coattails of IMAX, but I have a feeling IMAX is kind of, you know, going away. Yeah, because... No one. First of all, the movie theaters are expensive. Why are you gonna go pay more? Yeah, exactly. Like when we went to see Blue Beetle and IMAX, we were the only ones in the theater. So, really, and yeah, and that happens more and more recently with movies because no one's paying to go. It costs so much now, and yeah, it's true. ridiculous. And you know, no one wants to pay extra to go to an IMAX movie when you could just go to a regular ass movie and be fine. Yeah. So I get it. I think IMAX is. Mm, they're they're not doing great not great at all yeah I, yeah exactly i just feel like they're not being as competitive as they once were when they were like the leading like breaking edge or on the cutting edge of like you know a new cinematic experience now there's other really like there's other similar products like a lot of movie theater chains have their own like luxury theaters a lot of yeah. them have their own like high definition screening like service that they offer dolby they cinema also- is there which like, I love, I, I pay the extra for it. But then again, I don't go to the movies very often. I only really go for Marvel stuff. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, they're, they're, their seats suck, and I just don't like them. <laughs> I don't. There is breaking news as of right now. Ooh. Okay, I'll just tell you guys real quick. Hugh Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Jackman, separate after 27 years of marriage. Wow. I did not see that coming. Me either. That's crazy. So, sorry guys. Sorry I had to cut that conversation short. I had to say it right then and there. No, that's good. Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. Yeah. Um, I am surprised because they always seem so solid. Like, they've been together for, God, was it like almost 30 years? 27 years. 27 years. Wow. Oh, that's so sad. I feel so bad because they always seem so in love. They did, and he's he. Well, one thing I would tell you, Hugh Jackman seems like a very loyal man, which is is very sexy. I'll be honest with you. I've always had a soft spot for Hugh so, Jackman, to be honest with you. 
Dude, when they yeah, he takes them about, boxes, honey. When they when like just a man who is in a committed relationship talks about his wife in a loving way, I'm like, oh, soul. Mm-hmm. I I want Damn, all good yeah. things for you in life. Oh my god, I I adore that. And dang it, this just ruined me. I know. But you know what's weird? I always got kind of a weird vibe from Hugh Jackman's wife because I remember hearing stories about like Hugh Jackman being on set with like other like, you know, obviously like beautiful women in Hollywood and her like being very like controlling of like, I remember reading, I can't remember what it was one time. It was like he was doing some kind of a movie with like some beautiful Hollywood actress at the time. And like there were comments floating around about how strict she is with him, like and how he who he hangs out with after oh. like set wraps. Do you oh, remember what I'm talking oh. about? Oh, yes. Yeah, she was in an interview, and she said that he's not allowed to be cast with Angelina Jolie. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, because she's too beautiful. And I was like, Deb, calm it down. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's cool to keep that energy. That's fine. That's between you two. Don't tell the world that. Yeah, I mean, like, don't be so controlling like that. It's just, like, not healthy at this point. We're in 2023. Like, that whole thing of being super controlling of your partners is, like, is... We left that back in the 2000s. Like, let's... 100%. Let's not be like that. I mean, that that always kind of gave me a weird vibe when I would read. Like, it was that... And I, I swear there was something else I read. I could be wrong and making it up. But I definitely remember off comments like that that gave me weird vibes so maybe she's just like maybe she's just like that i don't know she's a beautiful woman don't get me wrong when i say Mm -hmm. this but he is a very fit active delicious man man who looks 20 years younger than he is so Mm -hmm. i get her insecurity but also that insecurity is going to stay with you as long as he keeps acting as long as women are thirsting for him yeah it's gonna happen so, I'm sorry, Deb. This I, I I don't really know what you thought was going. Did you think he was just going to get ugly? I know. Yeah, he's <laughs> aged like fine wine. Like, honey, I know. Jackman, and baby, she, still still rocking it. And she's beautiful too. She mm-hmm, has she put out comments like people have said something about her weight or how she looks older than him. I mean, that you know, I get it. People That's want sad. him and they hate her having exactly so they're gonna be mean as hell to you i i get it's it kind of like me me with uh, chris <laughs> evans and his new wife alba baptiste that's how i'm feeling a little salty that she snagged him but congratulations to the happy couple i guess i forgot that happened holy crap i know apparently it was a, a star-studded it was a marvel star-studded wedding and they're like yeah. 15 16 years age difference between those two but I really like her because she's in a warrior nun. She's dope in that show. So I'm she conflicted. Is. I like warrior nun. Yeah, I I'm conflicted too. too. But like, whatever. Good for good for you guys. Whatever, Alba. Good for you. Have fun. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. No, but you know, just to wrap up um, the Hugh Jackman thing, I I don't know. Let's let's see what. what you know, news comes out about it, and we'll we'll talk about it a little bit as it as we find out. But you know, it's, it's always sad when such a long relationship ends, and you know, it, it it. But definitely, I think if this proves anything, it's that Hugh Jackman is certainly a very loyal man. I mean, we all know he's you know he is like a sex symbol in his own right. Wolverine, you know, in the original X Men films, was a thirst mm-hmm. trap one thousand percent, still is. 
Um, and you know, all these years, and he, you know, we, we never heard of him having any in, like you know infidelity issues or anything like that. And he's always spoke so highly of his wife. They've always been together on red carpet. So, you know, I mean, who knows? Who knows what goes on behind closed doors? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I for who he is and how unproblematic he is in Hollywood, I doubt we're ever going to actually find out why they're separating. There's not going to be many rumors about it. It it's not yeah. it's not like Joe Jonas and uh Sophia Sophie Turner. Thank you, Lord. I wanted to say Sansa Stark and it, I, I couldn't not say her Game of Thrones <laughs> name. But it's not like them that which I have my own feelings about. But I think because the he's is so calm and chill and kind, I I don't think people are gonna take this and say, He cheated, she cheated, she yeah. hates him, he wants she wants mm -hmm. more money. I don't see it. I don't see and if they do, right. if they do, it's a slow news day. Yeah. So. True. Whatever. But, but transitioning onto some hot and fast news recently, Jonathan Major's trial update. During a Friday hearing, Judge Michael Gaffey decided on the October 25th date after hearing from Priya Chaudhry and Seth Zuckerman, Major's attorneys, and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. On September 12th, Major's team had filed a motion to dismiss the case, to which the DA's office must respond by October 6th. The defense then must reply by October 13th. The judge confirmed that Majors can appear virtually at the next hearing, but he must attend in person once the trial begins. Oh, he's getting out of this. Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to end up just dropping and dismissing the charges. There are all those rumors that have been going around that she just fled the country. She lives in London. Mm. That's that's what they mean. She didn't just go into hiding in Uruguay. She lives in oh. London. So just, Uruguay. Just I, don't, I don't know. That came to my head. Uh, it's the most random country you could think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just so you guys know, it's that's what it is. It's nothing crazy, scandalous. She just went home. She just went home. I, I actually, that, thank you for saying that because I didn't know that. And I thought that she really was. I, I, first of all, there were like weird online rumors that she was going around like just like skipping the country on this. But yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes yeah. a lot less juicy, but makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I saw a lot of people saying it. And you can only tell so many people until they're like, that's not scandalous enough. I'm not listening. So now I'm just telling all of you just this one time. I'm over it. There you go. Speaking you go. of <laughs> Jonathan Majors. Did you all see that random video that surfaced yesterday of him breaking up a fight between two high school girls? Yeah, what the heck was that? That was the most random, weird thing. And I sent this to Megan yesterday. Like, <laughs> what is going on? So, it, it, the the where it's at, it's like right next to a high school, right? So, yeah, it's in an if. If you haven't watched the video, it's in an open garage at someone's house, and there are these two girls just beating the hell out of each other. And mm -hmm. all the other girls are recording or laughing. One girl literally has her laptop turned around to record it on her laptop, like fully extended and everything. So randomly, Jonathan Major shows up and breaks it up. And this it's open garage. The house is right on a road. He could have been walking past. He could have been going to his car. He could have been driving past. They were very loud. He would have heard it. I know a lot of people are saying that this was set up. This is clearly mm -hmm. uh, for his rep. TMZ did not record it. It was a teenage girl that did. TMZ found the video. They didn't have anything mm -hmm. to do with the making of it. Nothing. 
So the and there's that. And he did do very well as being a barrier for both girls in that situation because nothing is scarier than a pissed off high school girl. And he did well. Yes. So good job, Majors. He did, but this just gives me so many questions. Like when I watched this, I was like, first of all, why was he there? Like, mm-hmm. what were they fighting about? Like, why was, you know, it just seemed like I know. <laughs> so convenient. And so I can see why people are saying that it was like staged or it's like yeah. his PR crisis team is like working overtime is one of the headlines that I read. Um, I don't know. I mean, it definitely seems like just random and weird that like after months of him being like in hiding after this whole situation with the domestic violence allegations um, and, you know, all the court case that's going on. Um, that he would just randomly be like filmed breaking up a fight like between two high school girls. Like, it just seemed like so, just like random. Like I don't know. Well, it's very strange because information about his trial isn't being sent out to the public. I have to go digging mm-hmm. for information. Like no one knew he had a trial today. I had to go digging for that, and yeah, I, I think what it is, it seems like he's in hiding. But we're just not getting information on him. He's dating Megan Good. They were, mm-hmm. and that, I guess that was the last scandalous thing he did. So they just stopped talking about him. Because things are going well for him in this trial. So make your own conclusions from that. And then this comes out of nowhere. Everyone's saying it's a PR stunt. My thing is, these are teenage girls. Who's paying teenage girls to beat the shit out of each other? Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. The whole thing is weird no matter which way you splice it. Either he was in, like, the right place at the right time, getting recorded, breaking up this fight, or it was a PR stunt either way. I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. Just a weird a weird piece of news, I guess. It was it was random, but it was good to see he was doing something good. Yeah, it needs, is good. It, yeah, so think it's if you think it's PR, that's fine. If you think it's real, that's fine. Look, I... I stop for every video on Facebook of people fighting, so I'm good either way. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It it was, it, I don't know, just like like I said, a random piece of news. Watch and see. This trial is getting pushed to October. What a coincidence. That's when Loki season two is airing, so he's expected to appear in like at least half of the episodes of the season, I read, so. That's see. what I've, I've seen that rumor. So we're going to be very busy coming up we're also covering loki season two on mm-hmm. the podcast obviously yes and it looks like we're going to be covering jonathan majors at the same time what timing oh my goodness you know craziness so lots yeah. to look forward to coming up we're back with a bang we've got lots of good stuff coming up um so yeah stay tuned for more we'll be back to our weekly release schedule i'm excited me too me too <laughs> And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram at his name is Max. And you can follow me on Instagram at Megan the Gangster. Join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on X or Twitter at MediaverseCU. Follow us on Instagram at MediaverseCU. Our new episodes premiere Tuesdays everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thanks for tuning in and goodbye for now. We all need a little more kindness. Ain't that the truth. (laughs) 